Hello and welcome to another episode of Sherborne Voices Podcast, your local community podcast, bringing you information and items of local interest to those living and working in the Sherborne area. This is episode 35 of Sherborne Voices Podcast for Wednesday the 19th of January 2022. My name's Sue Hill. I'll be with you for the next 25 minutes or so. We've got quite a busy programme today. A goodly number of public service announcements. Lots of what's on items. And we've got Grace from Sherborne Library with some great suggestions for adult non-fiction available in the library. Let's start our what's-ons this week with three films I've spotted This coming Friday, the 21st of January, at the Village Hall in Milbourne Port, at 7.30pm, there will be a showing of Dream Horse, a heartwarming true story of the triumph of the underdog. It stars Tony Collette, Owen Teal and Alan David. Advanced tickets are £5, available from Wayne Pullen, the butcher, or £6 on the door. And if you want more information, you can contact 01963 251 217. And then there are two showing on the 27th of January in different places. The first at 7pm at the Swan Theatre Yeovil. It's the National Theatre live screening of Tom Stoppard's award-winning new play Leopoldstadt. A passionate drama of love, family and endurance. Tickets are £15 and advance online booking is preferred via www.swan-theatre.co.uk And for more information you can call 07500-376-031. The exchange at Sturminster Newton, however on that same day, 27th, is showing Touching the Void, which is a true story of two climbers and their perilous journey up the west face of Ciula Grande in the Peruvian Andes in 1985. That's on on Thursday, 27th of January, at the exchange starting at 7pm. Tickets are £5 or £4 for under-18s. To book, telephone 01258 475 137. You may have seen that the 1921 census is now available to view online. It's only available through findmypast.com, but you might be able to find out more if you go to the Sherborne Library Family and Local History Sessions with the Somerset and Dorset Family History Society. You can share stories and get help with family research. Everybody's welcome. For more information, call 01935 812 683. And that's at the library from 11.30 to 1.30 every second Tuesday. Next Tuesday, the 25th of January, at 7.30pm at the Raleigh Hall, 
is Sherborne Literary Society's Words with Wine event and AGM. Peter Tate will talk about crossing the genres, finding Thomas Hardy. And Peter will be looking at the fiction and non-fiction written around Hardy and what the different genres reveal about Hardy and why truth is sometimes elusive. Hmm, that's a bit cryptic. Doors open at 7pm for canapé and a glass of wine. The tickets are £5. Available via the Sherborne Literary Society website or Winston's Books, Sherborne. Any remaining tickets will be available on the door. And the website is www.SherborneLiterarySociety, or one word, SherborneLiterarySociety.com. And talking of literary things, if you want to do a bit of writing yourself, every Thursday during term time, from 1 to 3pm, there's a writing group called the Scribes Writing Group at Sherborne Library. You can go along and share your personal work. You can discuss how to improve it and receive inspiration and ideas from others. If you'd like more information on that, call 01935 812 683. Here's something a bit different for you folk music types out there. On Sunday the 23rd of January... From 1.30pm to 4.30pm at the Digby Memorial Church Hall, there's a Sherborne Folk Band workshop led by Julia Katowski, who will teach tunes and harmonies by ear, suitable for all levels and all acoustic instruments. Notation and audio supplied. Admission is £10 on the door, And it said that tickets are cheaper in advance via the website, which is www.sherbornefolkband.org. You can also phone Julia on 07527 508 277 or email info at sherbornefolkband, or one word, dot org. Well, I don't know about Sherborne Folk Band, so if anyone's listening that knows people who are in the folk band, get them to get in touch with me and we can talk about them more. Just email me, sue at sherbornevoicespodcast.com. Here's one I missed earlier. If you're lucky, you might still get tickets for tonight, Wednesday the 19th of January at 7.30pm at the Octagon Auditorium in Yeovil, where the internationally respected virtuoso pianist Noriko Ogawa brings a programme of fascinating keyboard masterpieces to the classical concert series. She will be playing works from Mozart, Beethoven, Satie, Debussy and Chopin. And for full details, you can visit the website www.octagon-theatre.com .co.uk. Tickets are 12 to £15 and the box office is 01935 422884. And last week I mentioned, and I'll just give you a reminder, that this coming Saturday the 22nd of January at 7.30pm at the Exchange Sturmans to Newton, there's the greatest songs for the movies. And who doesn't like music from the movies? 
an unforgettable mix of themes and songs from the greatest movies of all time. Star Wars, James Bond, Lawrence of Arabia and many more. The group playing them are called Five Star Swing and they have played for Pinewood Film Studios. Whoopi Goldberg, Michael Winner, Jeremy Irons, Michael King and Film and Television Veterans Association. That's interesting. I haven't heard of them, I must admit. Tickets are £17 and concessions are £16. You can book online at www.stir-exchange.co.uk or via the box office 01258 475 137. And if you like music from the movies, Phil Scrace presents a radio programme called, indeed, Music from the Movies on the first Sunday of every month from 9 till 10 p.m. on Abbey 104. That's your community radio station. And you can get them on your radio on 104.7 or online at www.abbey104.com. Also on Saturday the 22nd, oh dear, you're going to have to make another decision. At 7.30pm at the Octagon Auditorium, Yeovil, If you're a fan of 50s and 60s music, they're doing a jukebox and bobby socks show. It takes the audience on a musical journey through the most influential decades in the history of popular music. With the songs of Elvis Presley, Dusty Springfield, Cilla Black, the Everly Brothers, Eddie Cochran, oh, and so many more. Tickets are £19.50 and concessions £18.00. The box office 01935 422 884 or you can go online at www.octagon-theatre.co.uk And if you have an event coming up, coffee morning, a film, a show, then do let us know and we'll give you a mention. It doesn't cost you anything and every little bit of publicity helps. Just contact me, sue at sherbornevoicespodcast.com. When I was a little girl, which is some time ago now, my grandmother used to visit us in Prestwick on the west coast of Scotland. And she used to go on mystery tours on the coach. She loved them. Of course, she didn't know where she was going. She'd just sit on the bus and enjoy it. And I've just noticed that southwest coaches mystery tours. The next one coming up is Sunday the 30th of January and it's a mystery tour and Sunday lunch which sounds like a lovely idea. It's £45.95 so it's not a cheap day out but if you wanted to do something different why not try it? This is the first of their day trips for 2022 and obviously they can't tell you where they're going but they promise that you will see moors, sea, hills, fantastic views and Victorian holiday locations. Now, those with good knowledge of the area will probably figure that one out, but I wouldn't know where it was. If you would like to book, you can do that online at www.southwestcoaches, all one word, southwestcoaches.co.uk. And I think there's a page with mystery tours and departure dates. 
or you can call Southwest Coaches on 01935 475 872. I think that might be a bit of a hoot. Oh, there's also an email, info at southwestcoaches.co.uk. I've just heard about Pilates classes in Sherborne, Wincanton and Sturminster. Cassie Pilates has space available on some Sherborne classes. Improvers on Tuesday at 12.30. Gentle Stroke Beginners, Tuesday at 13.45. That's 1.45pm. And Advanced on Thursdays at 10.30am. If you want more information, you need to email Kazi Pilates. It's all one word. C-A-Z-Z-Y-P-I-L-A-T-E-S. Kazi Pilates at gmail.com. The post that I saw doesn't indicate where these are, so you do need to email Kazi for information on venue and cost, etc. Last week it was announced that Sherborne Community Kitchen is no longer doing a delivery service of meals, but it's now, as of today, offering sit-down lunches three times a week, Wednesday, Thursdays and Fridays. And they've posted this week's menu, Wednesday the 19th. Well, you missed it. It was a jacket potato with beef chilli and cheese and mixed salad and coleslaw, followed by chocolate gatto. Tomorrow, Thursday the 20th, it's roast chicken gravy, roast potatoes and vegetables, followed by apple crumble and custard. And on Friday the 21st, it's cod fillet, creamy wine sauce, vegetables and new potatoes, followed by fresh fruit salad and cream. Mm. So you can reserve your place by calling 07561 067 381. Everyone's welcome. It's £6 for two courses. And remember that if you buy a meal, you're helping to pay for the meals for those who are registered as beneficiaries. Doors are open at 11.30 and lunch is served at 12.30. Grace, the library manager from Sherborne Library, is back with some more suggestions for your reading. And this time it's adult non-fiction. Here's Grace. Hello, this is Grace from Sherborne Library and I have some library book recommendations for you today within adult non-fiction. The first is by Nick Hayes and it's called The Book of Trespass, Crossing the Lines Which Divide Us. Released in 2020, Hayes goes into the history and politics of the land around us, the small bits we can access, but more importantly, the large areas we cannot, and he tells us why. A thoroughly interesting read, likely to create anger at the injustices and with mentions of areas close to home. So far, this book is available to borrow from Sherborne Library in standard print and further copies can be ordered. You can also borrow it as an ebook on our BorrowBox app. Next, we have a couple of biographies slash memoirs, which are staff recommendations. Josh Widdicombe's Watching Neighbours Twice a Day is funny and nostalgic with lots of references to 90s television. This one's available to order in standard print and can be borrowed on BorrowBox as an ebook or an e-audiobook. Another one, slightly different tone, is Tom Daly's Coming Up for Air. A very personal book where Tom shares his experiences growing up and becoming an Olympian. Again, available to order in standard print and borrowable on BorrowBox in ebook or e-audio format. 
Lastly, we have The Year of Living Danishly, whereby author Helen Russell relocates to live in rural Jutland in Denmark. Helen endeavours to learn the secrets to the world's happiest country, and it makes for a really lovely read and a bit of escapism. We can order this one in standard print, or you can download the ebook. Helen has also written other books along similar lines, and another favourite of mine is called The Atlas of Happiness, where she looks at the concept of happiness and how this translates around the world. We can also order this one for you too. So just a reminder that it is free to have a library card and free to order books to collect. You can go to the Libraries West website at www.librarieswest.org.uk to sign up for an online membership, which will give you access to BorrowBox. But then for a full membership to borrow physical books, do just pop in and see us with proof of address and we can go from there. This has been Grace from Sherborne Library, the Sherborne Voices podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Grace, for some really interesting suggestions. It's time for our public service announcements, and we've got quite a number today. The NHS is making quite an effort to clarify where we should be going to when we need medical assistance. This is to take pressure off the service, because if people are going to the wrong place, they're wasting time both for themselves and for the NHS staff. And the NHS is asking us to play our part and use services wisely. There's a nice poster I came across on social media, I think, which separates the areas and indicates the kind of injuries that are relevant to that particular service. So it starts with self-care, and that's perhaps grazed knees, a sore throat, coughs and colds, and you can visit nhs.uk for self-care advice. You can visit your local pharmacy for headaches, upset stomach, aches and pains, bites and stings. NHS 111 is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. So you can visit 111.nhs.uk or call 111 for advice and support. If you've got symptoms that won't go away, call your GP. If you have urgent but not life-threatening conditions, such as sprains, fractures and burns, go to the minor injury unit. And finally, if the person is unconscious, is having breathing difficulties, you think it might be a stroke or a heart attack, or is having heavy bleeding or severe burns, then it's 999 and or go to the A&E. I think that's quite a useful little poster and I might well print that off and put it on the notice board in the kitchen. Now, I think I mentioned last week that some hospitals were not accepting visitors for their patients and there's been an update from Dorset Healthcare University NHS Foundation Trust. So that includes the Yetman Hospital in Sherbourne that says, if you visit a friend or relative at one of our community hospitals or mental health wards, you now need proof of a negative result from a lateral flow test to gain access to a site. This is in place after advice from NHS England and is designed to limit the spread of COVID-19. 
From this week, people who have tested positive with COVID can leave self-isolation after five full days if they test negative on days five and six. Individuals who are still positive on their rapid lateral flow tests must stay in isolation until they have had two consecutive negative tests taken on separate days. It's getting quite difficult to keep up with the changes in guidance, isn't it? And no sooner had I said that than at Prime Minister's questions today, it was announced that the wearing of masks would no longer be mandatory as of tomorrow, Thursday. And there are various other changes coming in over the next week. Now, I've had a message from the first Yetminster Scout Group, who would like to remind everyone that they're still collecting donations for Sherborne Food Bank. So if you're not able to donate items at collection points in Sherborne, please drop them at the Scout Hut and the Scouts will deliver. They have specific times for that. Tuesday, 6pm to 7.30pm, Wednesday, 6 to 7pm, and Thursday, 6 to 7.30pm. They gave me a link to the website where you can see a full list of the required items. So that's www.sherbournefoodbank.org forward slash what hyphen we hyphen need forward slash. I'm sure if you go to Sherborne Food Bank, you'll find it easily enough. I went online and had a little look and it was quite interesting. Uh, Things I hadn't thought of, such as gluten-free and vegetarian items are welcome. You have to make sure that donated foodstuffs have a shelf life of at least three months. That's quite a long time ahead, isn't it? Uh, And they don't, unfortunately, have the ability to deliver chilled or frozen produce. So that's not any good. Tinned foods like tinned vegetables, meals in a tin, meat pies, curry, corned beef, ham, tuna, macaroni cheese, tinned puddings, instant custard. And then packets, tea bags, coffee, hot chocolate, sugar, breakfast cereals, including porridge oats, cereal bars, instant soups. Biscuits, sweet and savoury, noodles, pasta, rice, couscous, instant desserts, and then bottles, jars and cartons of squash and fruit juice, jams and honey, pasta sauces, long life milk, all sizes of long life milk. And then the one that maybe doesn't get remembered either because it's called the food bank, but toiletries, baby essentials, sanitary products, toilet rolls are always needed and pet food. So if you live in Yetminster, you can drop things off at the Scout Hut. Or if you're doing your weekly shop in Sherborne or Milburn Port or anywhere else, just put a couple of items in the boxes that are at the checkouts to donate to Sherborne Food Bank. And of course, you can also donate money. So have a look at their website and you can see ways in which you can help them www.sherbournefoodbank.org Do you know about Live Well Dorset? I think I saw a mention of this in one of the emails I get from Dorset Council. Live Well Dorset is an online resource to help you get moving. And the reminder is that even if physical activity isn't for you, it's important that you keep your mind active. 
And studies show that getting active for 30 minutes every day can help with better sleep, happier moods and managing stress and anxiety. And Dorset Mind are there to help you with their Move Your Mind January Challenge. So if you want to do a little bit more movement, have a look at some of their ideas. You can get more information about Live Well by going to www.livewelldorset, all one word, livewelldorset.co.uk. And information about the January Challenge for Dorset Mind can be found on their website, www.dorsetmind.co.uk. Or one word, dorsetmind.uk. And while we're talking about health, I saw a poster for the Blandford Group practice about their volunteer health champions and the groups that they run. And they range from a beginner's running group to bike rides to gardening to snooker and pool to a warm winter welcome, which is a meet up and chat in a cafe, PTSD, mental health self support group wellness walks for new mamas, crafts, Nordic walking, diabetic support group, and several more. Now that sounds very well organised and really helpful to the population. And I don't know if we have similar groups. I've heard of one or two, but not perhaps the range that I'm looking at in front of me here on this poster. So if anybody from the Sherborne Surgeries perhaps a patient's group, would like to get in touch and tell me what's available, I would be very happy to publicise it. Again, sue at SherbourneVoicesPodcast.com That brings us to the end of this week's Sherborne Voices podcast episode. My name's Sue Hill. I have been your host for the day. And I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope you found some useful information in what I've been able to share with you. My thanks to Grace Anderson from Sherborne Library for her suggestions for adult non-fiction. And do remember that if you have any items of local interest, we would love to hear from you. This is a Sherborne and surrounding area community podcast, and we want to be able to bring you items that are of interest to our local residents and indeed people who work in the area. Contact details, as ever, are sue at sherbornevoicespodcast.com. Till next week, stay safe, look after yourselves and be nice to each other. Bye for now.